0: Did you know that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, when you come into the full understanding of Jesus, you will awaken at once. Are you asleep? Yes, you are. Have a, a degree or two of consciousness, but don't get it twisted. See, God don't sleep all day. God don't lay in the bed looking at TV hoping that something's going to come and change his condition. You understand what I'm saying? The rabbi would not accept. Wisdom from me to correct his people because of the color of my skin. Now, the name of this subject is Jesus is the key. It was a long time getting to it, but I had to lay the right base. Now look at this. Muslims and Christians argue, there may be some Christian scholars in this house and I would like to engage you for a moment. This is not vanity, nothing. I just want to talk to you about Jesus. say, wow, if we knew the history of Jesus, the truth of him we would awaken at once what is there about the knowledge of Jesus that is hidden from us that if we knew it we'd be up and moving. Could it be that that's why Jesus said you shall know what and what would truth do? you're free? Well then you don't know. So the Bible, Paul talking, how can they know except they have a teacher? How can they have a teacher except he be sent? White folk ain't sending you no teacher to free you from their grip. has to send one for you. Did you know that some of the Jews in Israel called Jesus a monkey? How many of you have ever heard that they refer to Jesus as that monkey? That means y'all got some studying to do. Look at this. They wrote on the church in Palestine or in Israel, Jesus is a monkey. And when white folk want to tease you, they call you a monkey. Jesus had a hard time among them. Listen to these words. When Jesus, these are words from the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, when Jesus came into his mission, he was the last prophet to the Jews. But he was born in Palestine and fled to Egypt, where his mother was born. He was a melanin-colored human, kinky hair, and they didn't like him. The same spirit that that rabbi came to me. How dare you think you can come and teach us? That's the way they felt about Jesus, who was their last prophet. Now, Muslims believe Jesus was only a prophet. Christians believe Jesus of 2,000 years ago was in fact the Messiah. So on those two points, Son of God, all of that kind of talk, Muslims and Christians disagree. God has come to clear up the differences and help us to understand why we are really one. I'm going to say it again. Why we are really one. Jesus of 2,000 years ago was only a prophet, and when he thought that he was going to be the one to destroy the civilization of those to whom he was sent and found out they had 2,000 more years on our planet. He was, as Paul said, a man born out of due season. So Jesus, my brother, knew he was 2,000 years too soon. Jesus came to remind the Jews to cleanse themselves from their deviation from the law given by Moses and the Israelite prophets to them. Jesus warned them that if they did not cleanse, if they did not come back to the law of God given to them through Moses and the Israelite prophets, then 2,000 years in the future they would meet their end. Now, Jesus, when he found out He was 2,000 years too soon. And when he knew he was only a sign of that one that would come at the end of the rule of this world, he decided, listen to the words, he decided to give his life for the truth that he taught there he was in palestine he never taught the multitudes there were no multitudes in palestine living listening to jesus in fact on the day he decided to die for the truth that he taught he had his largest crowd thirty five hundred 35 people, pardon me. Jesus didn't run from the enemy. He offered his life. Not to the enemy, but he offered his life for the truth that he taught from God and he goes out on the streets of Jerusalem to die. And he found a crowd gathered under the awning of an old a Jewish man's store. Yes, and he started teaching them and they were listening. Right. Right. Yes, the owner of the store came out and Jesus quieted them down by saying, I'll, I'll get them. To buy something. And the owner of the store went back in and Jesus started teaching. I'm going to depart for a moment to tell you about the mind of a prophet of God. How can you do that? because I'm one of them. (laughs) Hanging out with Elijah, a prophet becomes a low line of what he brings his students to. Prophets do not come to the people to whom they were missioned with the thought in mind I hate them and I hope they won't listen so that the God will kill them. See if a prophet hates the one that he comes to teach and warn. He's he's weak as a teacher and does not represent the mercy of God in his prophetic mission and message. Jesus had compassion for the Jews. How do you know that, Farrakhan? Because I've never been a hater of the Jewish people. In all my conversations with them, the level of conversation is at the highest level. I never raise my voice. Right. There's compassion in my voice. Yes sir. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. One of the rabbis that were in the group with having dinner with me, he said, Farrakhan, no, Rabbi Mark Rabbi I, Oh God. What? Somebody called out a name. No, the one that I mentioned earlier, Shalman. Rabbi Shalman was a brilliant rabbi, but his scriptural power was weak when it comes to knowing the prophecies concerning his people. The rabbis wanted me to bow to them. I mean, just think about this. They gave me a set of principles that they wanted me to live up to. And they would clean up my image. Now, if you know the art of the deal, you don't deal with Satan. You don't give him an inch. Because any compromise with Satan is compromising your own victory over Satan. Listen, listen. One of the Jewish men said, Rabbi Shalman first, would you come before the board of rabbis? I said tomorrow, if you could arrange it. Yes, Another rabbi said, Would you come to the synagogue? I said tonight, if you could arrange it. And Rabbi Shalman said, Wait, wait, wait! Slow, slow down. I'm telling you the truth. I invited the rabbis to come here, stand in this pulpit, and talk to those who are with me. He said, well, I I can't uh, do that. Uh, It would send the wrong signal. Because I wanted them to see you listening to me that I've never taught one of you in private or in the public to do harm to nobody. So when I said I was anxious to come to the synagogue and to talk to the board of rabbis, they closed that down right away. I said, well, why don't you come to the mosque? Yes, sir. And you can speak to those who follow me. See if you can feel hatred coming out of them as you try to teach. See, I never taught none of you to hate Jews. If you hate them, you hate them on your own, not because I taught you. Now, look at this. They didn't want to send the wrong signal, so they wouldn't come to the mosque. I said, I'll tell you what. You've never met my wife. You've never met my children. Why don't you come again to my home? And you can meet my wife, you can meet my children. See if you can sense any hatred. You're intelligent men, I'm talking to the rabbis. I said, sit with me and my family. And I won't say a word. You can talk to them. I had the utmost confidence that my family would respect their presence because we're civilized people, man. (laughs) I said, you're sensitive. You know when people hate. You can feel it. Right. Do you know the um, the musicians called Coldplay? Yes, How many of you have heard Coldplay? Raise your hands. Oh yeah, you all know. The leader of Coldplay is Chris Martin, he came to my home, he wanted to hear me play the violin. You don't come to my home and I'm entertaining you, when you come into my home, it's like coming to God in the mosque, you come to be taught. Look, Chris Martin flew on his own jet or he had his own plane and he brought a few Jewish friends of his. Now they're going to scope me out. Sitting in my living room asking me questions. See, when you ask me a question, I immediately consult the God. Wait, wait, wait. You ask me a question? I'm listening. By the time you finish the question, God has given me the answer. But. He's also let me know your motive for asking the question so I can answer your question and address your motive. Ask any of them that come to me and ask me. Now what I'm trying to tell you is Elijah Muhammad prepared a young man To become God enough to challenge Satan and defeat him. There's another Jesus, not the historical Jesus, but the prophetic Jesus. Seventy-five percent of what you read in the New Testament, the Gospels, are not of Jesus the prophet, but of Jesus who was prophesied to come, the Messiah. Well, that man, 2,000 years ago, his largest crowd was 35 people. But the Jesus you read about spoke to the multitudes. J. Edgar Hoover, like Herod and the rest of the demons, knew who they were looking for. And they were looking for a black messiah who could unite our people, especially the nationalist community. A lot of people speak to multitudes. But the message that they speak is sorry, it's not messianic. See, Jesus knew nothing of what you call Christianity. He never preached Christianity. My teacher taught me that Jesus' teaching was freedom, justice, and equality. Which is what we teach today. Could it be that the Jesus you're looking for is hiding in plain sight? (laughs) Hey! <laughs> look brothers and sisters if I spoke this 40 years ago well I couldn't speak it 40 years ago because I didn't know I knew enough to get started and uh, when I say get started meaning on this journey and look at this Well, he taught me of Moses. He taught me of Aaron. He taught me of Elijah. He taught me of Elisha. He taught me of Abraham. He taught me of all these great ones. And then he said, like David, in the fortieth Psalm, I think it is. It reads, "And lo, I come." in the volume of the book of the book I'm not on a page I'm in the whole volume of the book now wait a minute wait a minute calm yourself down we're about to get up in the stratosphere baby David was the prototype of the Jesus, the Messiah, David, the son of Jesse. Out in the field, teaching the sheep, first time Elijah Muhammad laid eyes on me physically in his presence. He came over to me after dinner and he said, Brother, you remind me of David. Study David. messenger said to me he taught me about Moses he taught me about Aaron he taught me about Jesus only a prophet and then one day he said brother when you find out who you are you're going to have to struggle to hold yourself down. He knew all along who his student was. So he was gently guiding me to the reality of who I really am. And none of you will be successful in teaching until you know and preach who I am.